most important segment of the show so far. We enjoy it. We've had some contentious top five lists, man. So today we're going to do the SEC's top five receivers of all time. All time. SEC top five. You know what I'm saying? So I would like you to start, as always, because I like to like to see your list and we go from there. Cool. Well, uh, I have a good mixture here. Uh, I think you're going to agree with the vast majority of it. I don't know if you're going to agree with how, who I've got at two and one, but I just, you know, I like to be a little controversial. And it, it's good to be controversial. It creates discussion and we can kind of see each other's perspective. So uh, at number five, I'm going to go Percy Harvin. What he could do from a receiver perspective, as well okay. as being able to rush the ball, opening that offense up with Tebow, Hernandez, all those guys. Key contributor to them winning the national title in 08. I think Percy Harvin's top five. Easy. A lot of other lists will have him within the top 10, 15. I think he's top five. See now, see now uh, I gotta so now I gotta add I gotta add a five C, man. I gotta add a five C. Since, <laughs> you, went, since you went Percy Harvin, I gotta add somebody to mine. Okay. Okay. I got you. Okay. I got you. Now, I got you. I'm going to pay a little homage to you. I think uh, number four, I'm going to go Devontae Smith. Oh, I like not, that. Not many guys. You look at how many guys that play receiver one the Heisman, you think of like Desmond Howard, Devontae Smith. It's not many guys. And although I might not be as high on him as maybe you are or some other people are, I mean, you can't deny, and there are other guys that won the Heisman receiver that I don't have top five, but that's not a problem. Uh, but I think Devontae Smith, although I'm not high on him, I think he's probably one of the better receivers you guys have had in a long time. But, uh, yeah, I think Devontae's uh, number four for me. Okay. Uh, and number three, I know I'm pretty sure you're going to have this guy on your list at three. I got A.J. Green. I do. I do. With Matt, with Matthew Stafford and them boys, A.J. Green was a playmaker. He could take over a game. Uh, just an overall really solid guy. Uh I'm going to throw one honorable mention in just because I really liked him, and I thought he was really underrated was Michael Crabtree with uh, Texas Tech, playing with Graham Harold and them boys. Michael, nobody – I don't know if a lot of the guys watching this will remember, but that play he scored on to win the game against Texas, legendary. Legendary. All right, Michael Crabtree is top ten, my hands down. Not top five, but he's right there. Definitely. Now, this is where the controversy is going to come in, but it's okay. So, I mean, two and one, I feel like he could go either way. The guy who I have at one, most people might not think he'd be one, but his stats speak for themselves. And number two, I got Julio Jones. Okay. Okay. Julio, Julio, I feel like how you were talking about the other earlier or whatever, you were talking about how Mark Ingram feel like he kind of started the running back phase for you guys. I feel like Julio Jones was that guy. Just he could do it all, man. Athletic catches, route running, breakaway speed, hands. You need a guy to get up and get something or win you a game. Julio Jones is the guy to go with. Uh, when quarterback play was kind of up and down with you guys, or you guys kind of had those kind of quarterbacks, Julio Jones is always Mr. Consistency, Mr. Go get up. Not many times in college or the pros, you see Julio Jones drop the ball. Yeah. At all. Yeah. He's a good, good player. Good player. Okay. Go ahead. Not, uh, Let me hear one. Let me hear one. One, baby. I got Josh Reed at number one. Josh you Reed from what? LSU. He's one of the greatest college receivers ever. All-American, Belitnikoff runner, winner. 
play SEC as well, the guy was just a bucket. If you need a guy that's just going to rack up yards, consistent, catch the ball, when LSU didn't necessarily have the greatest quarterback play around that time, around 2001 or whenever it was, uh, I think Josh Reed's one, but I think there could definitely be a case for Julio to be the one as well, just for his consistency, great hands. But uh, right now I'm going to put Julio at two and Josh Reed at one. Okay. Nah, that's cool. All right. All right. I like that list. I like that list. Josh Reed, I did some research, obviously, before the show. Um, he was good, man. He was damn good at LSU, man. He's one of the, probably one of their best receivers ever on a long list. Of receivers that's been real good in the NFL. So I don't, I don't really know what he did in the NFL, but I know what he did in college got him picked kind of high. So somebody thought he was real good. And once I seen some of the highlights and some of his film, uh, some of his stats, I was like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, like I said, man, I don't, I don't see no, uh, no bad parts in your list, man. Percy Harvin, uh, I. Didn't even consider him a receiver, honestly. I consider him a Swiss Army knife. But since we was going there, I had to add somebody to my list that was very important. Um, but uh, Julio, man, you don't understand how, how important Julio was, man. Because uh, Nick Saban came to Alabama, what, 07? So it was a yeah. bad year. But 08 was better than an 09 team, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Uh, because they had all the talent, and uh, Parker Wilson was awesome. He was awesome. He, good. he was awesome. So that team was better than 09. Uh, 09 was just tougher. Like mm-hmm. that team, obviously, you saw Smash Florida, which was real good, but 08 wasn't tough enough to beat Tim Tebow at the time. So mm-hmm. that wasn't going to happen. Uh, but the person that was responsible for the rebuild was Julio Jones. We don't get Dante Hightower, Courtney Upshaw, Drake Kirkpatrick. None of them dudes come to Bama without Julio Jones. So he was a DA He's the architect of of what Nick Saban built. He was the key piece of recruiting. We had to keep him because he's from Foley, Alabama. He could go anywhere. So it didn't matter, but we had to keep him in Alabama. Without him, I don't think uh, I don't think we we do what we need to do against uh, anybody without him. I think everybody else goes other places, but he was big. Mm. So, um, like I said, man. All right, here's my list, man. I like your list, by the way. So, uh, uh, my list, man. Five C, David Palmer, man. David yeah. Palmer from Alabama, man. Uh, he's a Swiss Army knife. Since we was going, since you went Percy Harvin, I was like, okay, I got to add him to mine. Uh, he did everything, returner, receiver, running back, whatever. He was kind of one of the most important pieces on offense, man, and special teams uh, for that 92 uh, National Championship team, man. I don't think you could go anywhere without him. Obviously, we had some good defenders, Uh I don't know. I don't know if Cornelius Bennett was on there, but either way, we had some really good defenders, man, uh, around that time, man. Some really good, good, hard hitting dudes. So, um, like I said, we had some good guys, man, but he was important part of that national championship team. Uh, 5B, I'm going to go uh, Eric Mose, man, at Mississippi State, man. One of the new guys that I had to do some research on, man. But uh, NFL wise, man, you're talking about a guy with almost 10,000 yards. Uh, 
NFL. I mean, college, you're talking about a guy with 2,000 yards and over 20 touchdowns. So, um, guy's pretty good, man. Uh, and coming from Mississippi State back then, um, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And he was doing his thing. So, uh, but like I said, one of the good guys, uh, I really follow his career NFL-wise more than college. But looking at uh, his stats, man, he was a baller. Uh, then uh, 5A, I'm going to go Amari uh, Cooper, man. Uh, yeah, that's one that I barely snubbed on mine. Yeah, Mark Cooper, man. Um, talk about short, long, medium, all the routes. He could run them all. That's his best Great thing route. in the NFL right now. Route running. He could do it mm-hmm. all, man. Couldn't that was made him unguardable. Wasn't the fastest, wasn't the quickest, man. Definitely wasn't the biggest, but he could run routes. And his route running was exceptional, man. So that's why I put him a five. Most definitely, hate to be a homer, but I am. <laughs> oh, but Amari Cooper was that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then four, uh, gotta go, Julio. I can't put uh, Amari over Julio because without uh, Julio, Amari doesn't go to uh, Alabama. Man, I think he goes to probably a Florida school uh, if uh, Julio Jones doesn't come to uh, Bama first. You know. So um, and then uh, three, I'm gonna go Sterling Sharp. Uh, uh, South Carolina, uh, man, uh, talk about a guy that uh took the college thing by storm. Just happened he had a little brother that was a little better too, huh? But uh, <laughs> uh, but Sterling Sharp, man, um, uh, he was definitely um awesome, man. Uh, talk about a guy that was exceptional as a kick returner, uh, exciting route runner, fast, had everything, electric. You know what I'm saying? NFL, that got him picked for the top 10. So he did his thing. Um, and then um, uh, I want to talk uh, about A.J. Green, man, at, at two, man. Uh, absolute baller. Uh, he did his thing. I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed him, man, with Matthew Stafford, man. He was an athlete. He could play. Mm-hmm. He could play, he could run routes, he could jump ball with anybody, he could do it all. So I enjoyed uh I enjoyed him at Georgia, man, a lot. And he was picked before Julio in the draft. So you already know what's up. He was ranked before Julio in high school, and he was picked before him in the draft. So that lets <laughs> you know he was something special, man, because Julio was special too. So uh AJ Green's definitely one of my guys. Um and then number one, I gotta go Smitty, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm a homer. I'm sorry. But uh, I, I just don't think a guy has had – when you think about his career as a whole and think about it in, in sections instead of just the Heisman because his freshman year, you make the best, biggest catch in college football history in the national championship game to win. Then you continue your success – and you, you know, have a good year, whatever. And then you have another good year, you know what I'm saying? And when your boys go pro, Ruggs, Smith, uh, not Ruggs, Ruggs, Judy, right? They go pro. And it's like, oh, well, you should go too, right? Nah, nah. But coming into his senior season, you know, uh, he didn't get the Belitnikov. 
and he had like more yards than everybody. He had like a touchdown. He had a lot of touchdowns. Didn't get the Belinda coffee with that either. So it was like, damn, what do you got to do, right? So, you know, coming that season, man, it really wasn't him that people was talking about. It was Waddle. And before yeah. Waddle got hurt against Tennessee, Waddle had like 800 yards in like three games. So you can imagine what kind of stuff he was going to be on. He would have had otherwise. He would have had a Heisman right then and there because he, he was on his way, right? But then, you know, Waddle ended up getting hurt against Tennessee, and Smitty became the vocal point, man, and he took it in stride, man. He seemed like that year winning that Heisman, he was unguardable. Anybody. And I give Sarkeesian a lot of credit because he put him in positions to win. You know, rather than just line him up at receiver and run him deep, he put him in a backfield. He put him in a tight end slot. He put him in a slot. He put him in the outside. Man, he did everything. He did punt return, kick return too sometimes. So uh, he did some stuff, man. And that that year, that put him on the map is probably – if you have a top five list, you cannot have – you can't not have Smitty on there. Because he won a Heisman, man. It's only been three Heisman winners at receiver in the history of well, history four, 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 four of them in the history of college football. So, you know, you got a guy that was before my time from Nebraska. You got Desmond Howard, Tim Brown, and Smitty. So I'm sorry. You on you number one on my list, man. And he just balled out, man. Like I said, he was just really a big time receiver, man. And the list of guys that we've had that come through this school that have been like first round talents, he's just he's above all of them, man, because he got that hardware, man. So, hey, I appreciate everything he did for the school, man. So, uh, yeah, and he's a two time champion too. So you just throw that in there too. <laughs> mm-hmm. 